0: Hello, thank you so much for listening to Gourmet Garbage. Before we get to the episode, I've got a huge favor to ask you. If you love what we're doing and you think we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's super helpful for us, and it's nice to know that you like what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening, and here's Gourmet Garbage. Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And today on Gourmet Garbage, we're pairing the dish beef bourguignon with the show
1: below deck. Gourmet.
0: Garbage. First episode.
1: I know. Very exciting.
0: You had enough wine?
1: I'm, I'm two glasses in, and as far as I can tell, this is a white.
0: Yes, well, it's the co-op fair trade Chenin Blanc. What it was, was the cheapest wine we could get on Deliveroo. Because we couldn't be asked going to go into the shop.
1: Yeah, we do it a fancy.
0: But anyway, welcome to Gourmet Garbage.
1: Welcome, everyone.
0: Holy shit, first episode. Yeah. We're sitting, staring at each other in a way we've never done before in, in my living room.
1: We don't usually look at each other.
0: No, we tend to look at the TV. <laughs> We're usually next to each other, sniffing each other and looking at the TV. Oh, my God. So what, what, are we, what are we doing here?
1: Well, we should tell the listeners, kind of reiterate what we said in the trailer.
0: Okay. So this is Gourmet Garbage. It's a podcast. If you didn't get that already, then go back a little bit. But um, we're, we're a relatively new couple.
1: Yeah. This is probably, we probably wouldn't advise to start doing a podcast with someone you've just started dating, but we're feeling relatively confident about this one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You were so uncertain when I said that.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Well, it's very make or break, isn't it? Like, this could, we could, we could really get closer or completely bugger everything up with this. I mean, yeah,
1: but why not? We got nothing to lose, really. Exactly. (laughs) We're all going to
0: die. Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry. So it is COVID 19.
1: Yeah. Well, so we, firstly, so we did meet during the pandemic, but we don't really condone going out right now and sticking your tongue in random people's mouths. We kind of... Which is not how we did it. No, we didn't. Josh actually already had COVID.
0: I am a survivor.
1: He had his cherry bobbed.
0: Uh, my COVID <laughs> cherry, my coronavirus cherry. I had it super early. So I got it in late February, early March and felt like... Now this this is this is what... You know back, you know, back in the early COVID times when everyone was saying, it's just a flu. It's going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. You knew better. Well, I I don't know if I knew better. All I know is I felt like ass for two weeks and still can't breathe properly. How are you doing? I'm I've
1: been totally healthy.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) So I've had COVID, but we met on the dating app Hinge very sort of at the height of the pandemic in the UK. When everyone was stuck in their houses and no one could talk to anyone and we were both sort of on there because we were...
1: Cripplingly lonely. Oh, sorry. I'm just
0: speaking for me. You're speaking for me too. (laughs) Uh, Lonely, bored. Just needed something to do with our Sunday. Yeah. Turns out we quite fancy each other. (laughs) What are you going to do? But we did maintain the social distancing dates for a while. FaceTime dates. A little weird. A bit of fun.
1: Yeah. Which is why we do want to hear... At some point, yeah. some crazy pandemic dating stories, because it seems like a lot of people are going nuts on online dating right now. I
0: did say this at the start of lockdown. I thought the, the well, everyone was saying, you know, in nine months' time, there's going to be so many babies from the couples who are having to lock down together, right? But I was um, thinking, but it
1: would be people's first babies, people's because first no one that already has kids would have 100%. more children right now, knowing what it's like being stuck in a home with them.
0: Completely, but. Also, I thought that as soon as lockdown is slightly lifted, huge surge in STIs. (laughs) People ain't been banging for a while. They go out, they want to, they want to, you know, I don't know. I wonder what the stats will be.
1: I'm sure it's going to be explosive. Okay, well, let's just tell everyone a little bit more about the show.
0: Sure. So we, when we were FaceTime dating, we kind of bonded a bit over garbage TV.
1: And that's not to say that we're not film buffs. I work in film. Josh is a film lover. We do love, you know, good TV, good yeah. movies. But there's something about trash TV and talking about it that is just so cozy, cozy and easy to hate watch and love watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... There's nothing cosier than flopping down on the sofa Completely. with your friends or on your own or with a pet and just binge watching crap TV and not having to worry about you can play on your phone while you're yeah. doing it.
0: But most importantly, Well, you know, and you can and, and you can have cozy, cozy, bloody food. Yeah. And I think especially mid-COVID. People want cosy. People want to sit on their sofa and not think much about what they're watching. And they want comfortable food. It's a yeah. perfect pairing. Yeah. So we thought we'd bring it together. And I think it works quite well for us because I'm quite a an, an excitable home cook. And you have a Hey You subscription.
1: Which is why he's dating me. (laughs) Exactly.
0: For listeners outside the UK, Hey You is basically a streaming version of Bravo slash TLC slash reality TV, right? Oh, it has it all, honey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a match made in chubby heaven.
0: (laughs) Well, we're all a little pouchy post-quarantine. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know what a pound is, but I've gained many. Um, but the that's because I'm foreign. Oh my god! Um, you're
1: you're going to hear every ten minutes he's going to slide in how he's from New Zealand.
0: Are you telling? Are you and are you telling us you're fully 100% a Londoner? Born
1: and raised in Battersea, I just have a weird accent because I'm around my American mum a lot. So this week we're going to be watching Below Deck.
0: Oh, we've watched a bit of the show already. To be perfectly frank with you
1: yeah it was kind of my first love in reality shows Mm -hmm. um it came out like 2013 but i was kind of late to the game late bloomer yeah late bloomer it's so so good though i Uh, mean it's so addictive it
0: meets perfectly the definition of garbage but cozy
1: yeah absolutely it's Oh. And it's a good escape because it's yeah. it's, it's you're seeing beautiful places around yeah. the world, and that's perfect during lockdown. You, that's what you want to see. You want to be able to exactly get outside of your living room.
0: So what's the show about? Let's okay, let's get into that.
1: S- well, the show is just the most awful, like the worst parts of humanity <laughs> in one boat. So it is just these horrifyingly wealthy. A yeah. lot of new money, a lot of old money. Mm-hmm. People chartering these yachts, and the show kind of focuses on the crew mm-hmm. who are all fucking each other. Every single one of them, it like all, a lot of, lot of banging. A lot of banging all over the boat in the but boat. Also, a lot out of the politics. Boat. There's politics between the the chief stew, between her stews, who she's like trying to, you know. Mm-hmm work for her there's politics between her and the chef her and the chef always seem to have chemistry Mm. then the captain who says that they're not micromanaging they're always micromanaging the deckhands who are just so alpha these alpha alpha males and there's always one poor girl yeah brew they all say brew
0: brew brew they're
1: all they're just just very cripplingly alpha to each other and it's just like they do they're the type of guys that just do press-ups for no reason they say i dare uh, me to do a press-up
0: i've I've seen them do press-ups for no reason on several episodes they just
1: always are like shirts always off yeah always doing push-ups
0: but i see and the thing about this show is that yeah awful people both the crew which the show follows well yeah i
1: mean i do love some
0: of them well yeah well I think they're, I love some of them, but they're all awful. Um, (laughs) The clients are awful. Um,
1: Yeah, there's rarely a decent client. But it's just, it's entertaining because you're watching these people do an extremely hard job reasonably well on this massively expensive yacht. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're setting tables, they're making incredible meals, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just entertaining these people that have more money than they know what to do with and they have the craziest expectations. It is so insane some mm-hmm. of their demands
0: and i fell in love with it immediately
1: yeah it's one of those shows that you get into straight away so if you're new to reality television i would recommend it yeah because it's not it's not garbage in the way that like oh i don't know jersey shore is garbage this is garbage well, no, jersey, just, yeah. jersey
0: shore is a skip fire oh <laughs> This is garbage that's This is skies. garbage that hasn't quite fested to I the think, point of being flammable I yet. I think
1: I'm going to coin a new term. This is gilded garbage.
0: Oh, gilded garbage. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Sorry for our American listeners. Skip fire is a dumpster fire. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I think we've pretty much covered the premise yeah. of it.
0: It's essentially massive, expensive yachts, um, hilarious crews shagging each other, massively wealthy clients, and let's see the fireworks that happens.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, if you have already seen it, you know. If you haven't, please go watch it. It is so, so good. Mm-hmm. And, Josh, the episode I've chosen for us to watch mm-hmm. is Season 6, Episode 10, called Man Down.
0: Man Overboard.
1: Man overboard? Mm -hmm. Man
0: overboard.
1: (laughs) We'll keep that in, guys. That's fine. It's episode one. My first podcast.
0: We are professionals. We're all veterans
1: like you. Hey, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Um, Okay,
1: and we're about to head into the kitchen so Josh can cook us our meal to uh, eat while we're watching our episode. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Oh, my God. So Josh is going to take it away in the kitchen
0: with some beef bourguignon. Woo!
1: Okay, we're in the kitchen.
0: Hello. (laughs) We've moved five feet from where we were before.
1: Hey, London flats aren't big.
0: We're standing up. We're cooking bourguignon, I'm excited. I love this dish.
1: Yeah. I well, love it. Okay, what's in this dish, Josh? Well,
0: the main part is beef bourguignon, so beef. Now, traditionally in a bourguignon, usually you want sirloin, but sirloin is expensive as all shit. Look for the fattiest cut kind of steak you can for a reasonable price, that's what we got here. You want about a pound or 450 grams of it, cubed into about an inch square. Mushrooms, you need mushrooms in a bourguignon. I did a whole tray of mushrooms, which in the UK is a standard measure. Whole tray of mushrooms. For our American friends, That's about three quarters of a well. pound, a raw bit of mushroom. I
1: love raw mushrooms. Oh my God. I
0: I, I mean, it's early on in the dating process. And you
1: Mushrooms are like Anne Hathaway. What? <laughs> just so many people eat them. <laughs>
0: slice of bacon, you wanna chop that up a bit like lardons, but don't buy lardons because you're gonna get better flavor out of an actual slice of bacon. You wanna slice an onion, so one onion sliced. We want about a tablespoon of freshly chopped parsley, should be able to find that easily. We want one clove of garlic, we wanna crush that. We want a cup of beef stock, and I don't want you using an OXO cube, actual beef stock, please. <laughs> I'm getting too aggressive, aren't Jesus. I?
1: this is fine. Yeah? Yeah, you're doing so well. Okay. You know what, cooking is aggressive sometimes.
0: Cooking is about confidence. Yeah,
1: you're confident.
0: Tablespoon of all purpose flour. That'll thicken it up a bit. A very dry red wine.
1: And the best thing about it is it just needs a little bit of red wine, so you can basically just chug
0: the rest of it's the bottle. It's literally half a cup of red wine, so let me just grab this other cup of red wine that's going in my mouth right now.
1: Yeah, we are drinking a Rioja.
0: A very dry Rioja. It's lovely. It and is- finally, thyme, which can be quite hard to get fresh, so don't feel bad if you got dry thyme, because God knows I have.
1: Yeah guys, don't feel bad. Hey, don't feel bad. Guys, just chill, okay? Everything is ready to go, it's all prepped. Josh? Yes? Why have you chosen beef bourguignon for below deck?
0: Well, as we talked about back in the living room, below deck is mega yachts, very expensive mega yachts, very spinny clients, new and old money, and quite, I mean, let's be honest, banging chefs cooking really fancy meals. And bourguignon can be quite fancy.
1: There's something so 80s about
0: it. It's 80s.
1: Like I imagine the It's an old money meal. It's an old money meal. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. It's an old
0: money meal, it's a little fancy, but we're doing it the easy way. All right. So that you got half an hour, you want a hearty meal, we do it. So we're olive oiling a reasonably sized fry pan, and we want to get that on a reasonably high heat.
1: And you know what? Just like in Below Deck, we are in a really scenic spot. We're in scenic Croydon. South London. South London. It's. It's. It's not Tahiti. Modern yeah. is rustic.
0: I'd call it a a, a fine blend of rustic <laughs> and modern.
1: It is very hot in here. We've had to close the windows so the traffic noise of beautiful Croydon doesn't
0: seep into our kitchen, and I am sweating. Right, so, we've heated up the olive oil in a pan. We're gonna take our cubed beef, which I cubed earlier, and we're going to get it in that pan with the oil and a little salt and pepper. And we're just giving that beef a stir with a uh, spatula, so we get it nice and brown. You wanna brown the meat. It'll take two to three minutes, really. Mm.
1: So, one of the good things about this relationship is Josh is totally cool with the fact that I just really hate cooking. Like, I feel like that's a taboo thing. Like, hating yoga these days, <laughs> if you hate cooking. I hate yoga. Well, I don't know. I got into it because there was nothing else to do during the pandemic, <laughs> and I got like I may as well. Sure. But cooking, I've just always found it...
0: I've seen I'm, you cooking. It's quite something. I
1: get so quiet and so serious. Mm-hmm. Unlike Josh, who is just filled with joy. I mean, the joy in his face right now is something to
0: behold. Love cooking. The meat's browned, by the way. The meat is browned. So what we're taking now, I'm just grabbing a plate and we're going to take the meat out of the pan. We're going to set it aside. The next thing we're bloody doing, you've still got that hot pan. A little more olive oil, just a little. Let that warm up, and then you've got this gigantic bowl of mushrooms no, like that you've sliced. Just
1: one more raw one. A
0: little more Anne Hathaway for
1: you. I love raw mushroom. I, um... He does not understand it.
0: We said that this would be a test of the relationship this podcast It started in episode one. <laughs> mushrooms into the pan. You want to keep that nice and hot, because we want those mushrooms to be fried and soft. You know, like a really soft fried mushroom like you're going to do for your brunch on a Sunday, yeah. Don't fuck about with the mushrooms, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. So, this episode, tell me more.
1: Well, Below Deck generally is a super chilled show you can just throw on. This one's a little bit more shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a kind of a gasp moment, and... It's a mix of all of the usual kind of trash that we love in it, but just a little bit of a kind of shock moment, a little shock value.
0: I mean, Below Deck has been a little shocking for me so far already. Is this, would you say this is the peak of the shock?
1: It is a serious situation. Which is so rare and, like, I mean, in reality TV, everything is so set up and so prepared and then something just wild happens and that's just not super common. No. And, but thinking about it, like, they're on boats. It is dangerous. Yeah. I would know I get so seasick if I had all the money in the world, I would not want to spend it chartering a yacht because I know I'd just spend the entire time lying face down on the bathroom floor praying for the boat to sink. It's
0: going to suck if this pandemic keeps going that way because um, the only way to get to New Zealand might be by boat.
1: (laughs) I wish you well. (laughs) (laughs) The mushrooms smell insane.
0: You want to get the mushrooms real small and you'll know that you've got there when they're smaller than when you started.
1: So how long? Because we're doing a quick
0: version of this. We're doing meal. it quick. So okay. this might be three, four, five minutes just to get those mushrooms. I like the mushrooms real flaccid. I want to take all that all that strength out of the mushroom. I want them to flop. But you might like them less floppy so you don't have to fry them for so long. But they, they, no. they're getting nice and floppy now, so I think we're just about there.
1: How long does this usually take? A proper a proper bourguignon? school bourguignon?
0: You're cooking it low and slow for four, five, six hours. It's a, it's a stew, basically. It's an alcoholic stew. Okay, the mushrooms, they're brown, they're soft, they're tender. They're think, floppy. Think, so we're taking those off the heat, like we did with the beef. I'm in the cupboard, I'm getting myself a shallow bowl. The stove is screaming at me because I've taken the uh, pan off.
1: Josh has one of those cute little induction... So, good. S- oh, I'll, so I'll, good. I'll
0: struggle to go back. So we're taking the mushrooms out. I've put them in a shallow bowl so they can stay together and nice and hot. We'll put those aside with the beef. We're we'll bringing the pan back to the heat. Now we've got our bacon. We sliced a single slice of bacon before. Get that in that pan. And our onion. We sliced an entire onion. We're getting that in. We're gonna bring up the heat a little bit. Sort of medium high heat. A little bit more olive oil, because why not? So we've got we've got our onion and bacon in the pan. We're cooking it until the onion is a little brown, a little soft, a little translucent, which again should be a few minutes. So you know when you're barbecuing onions? No,
1: because I don't cook.
0: <laughs> Sorry, is that directed to the li- That's lip? List. Listener, you know when you're barbecuing onions. Um, and they get, they get a little blackened, they get a little soft, they, and they smell like you want to make a hot dog. It smells like hot dog onions. Can you smell that? Mm. That's, that's kind of where you want to be. So we've got there. So at this point, we're going to introduce a little more flavor to the pan. We've got our double concentrated tomato puree. In the States, what is called tomato puree in the UK is tomato paste in the States. They're different because Atlantic Ocean. I don't know. Because freedom. <laughs> That's right. So take a tablespoon of freedom puree or tomato paste. Concentrated tomato paste is what you want. In the UK, it comes in what looks like a toothpaste tube.
1: Do
0: you call it tomato or tomato in your land? Uh, Tomato, we speak properly. So whack a tablespoon of tomato paste or puree, whatever's concentrated in your locality. Then the single clove of garlic that we crushed earlier when prepping. Get that in the pan. And then you want thyme. If you can get fresh thyme, hey, good on ya. I couldn't. We're also half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of thyme, depending on how much you like flavour. I love flavour, so I'm measuring a teaspoon over the pan.
1: That's ironic, because I hate flavour. And
0: I'm going to keep putting the thyme... (laughs) Really? I'm going to keep putting the thyme in the teaspoon until it overflows into the pan, so it's more than a teaspoon. And if this tastes like shit, we know why. So at this point, we've got the onion, bacon, tomato paste slash puree, thyme and garlic in a pan with Brought it down to medium heat. You want to fry that off for a minute until it feels a little dry. While that tomato is drying off, we've been using a fry pan so far. Get yourself a big pot, a stock pot, something like that.
1: I'm just waiting for you to like call it something, something weird. Well, as we call it in New Zealand, a hooper.
0: As we call it in New Zealand, a steel gambit. <laughs>
1: You
0: guys are oh, out of control. We're so foreign.
1: They're
0: so quirky. So while we're drying off that tomato, we're gonna get that deep pot, stock pot, whatever you've got, get it on a medium high heat. Heat up that olive oil because we're dumping everything in there next. Okay, we've given it just over a minute. The tomato's dried off. We've got a tablespoon of all-purpose flour. Get that in the fry pan and stir it quickly. You wanna coat everything with the flour. At this point, your stock pot, you forgot about it and it's starting to smoke a little. And if oil starts, starts to smoke, turn that the fuck down. <laughs> Once it's nice and dry, it looks awful. <laughs> was, that, was that a wretch? Sorry.
1: No, 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 it wasn't. I was laughing because it looks so bad. Like, I have so much faith in your cooking, he has not made me one bad meal yet, he's made me
0: some incredible food. But f- this looks awful, it I looks agree awful. with
1: you. He's acknowledging it looks awful, so I feel better.
0: Once all of that looks scabby and dry, let's go over to the pan and get it in there, and this is gonna sizzle initially.
1: There is something about drinking very rich red wine and being in a stiflingly hot kitchen that makes you feel ten times
0: more drunk. Yes.
1: <laughs> no clever quip or come back just to... Yes. Just a yes. A
0: very excited yes.
1: yes. I'm going to pass out.
0: So we've got the scabs in the deep pan. Oh, God. Remember that mushroom we cooked before? Mm. Bring it back to the pan. Now that cup of beef broth, get it in there. And it's going to start to sound like a hot tub.
1: <laughs> so, what are you saying? <laughs> You're breaking your... sound like hot
0: Oh and once you can't hear the hot tub anymore, <laughs> bring in the red wine.
1: I no, I just spilled wine all down my.
0: Oh my God, it smells so good in here. So after sort of four or five minutes, the alcohol in the wine is gonna cook off and it's gonna start to smell like the best gravy you've ever smelled, basically. Yeah. It's delicious. It smells
1: insane. It smells like a French woman's apartment in the 1930s. Mm. Early 1930s, before things went terribly
0: wrong. So once that's been bubbling a few minutes, remember way back when we did that beef? Yes. Put it back in.
1: Oh, there it is.
0: With all its juices.
1: Sorry, if you're vegan or vegetarian, we will do a recipe.
0: We have some plan. Yeah,
1: we do. We do have some vegan, we have some vegetarian recipes coming up.
0: So if you are vegan or vegetarian, get another meal and watch below deck. Yeah. So at this point we've returned the beef to the mix, bring that temperature back up a little bit. Let's go medium Mm -hmm. high and let it simmer a few minutes. And then we're pretty much ready to eat. Yeah. So the beef's been going a few minutes and we're ready to serve. So you want to get a couple of deep bowls.
1: It does look really good, guys. I will take a photo of this.
0: It just looks like... Looks, just, it looks comfortable.
1: It looks comfortable. It's just that gorgeous, just fragrant, old-timey recipe that's just always good.
0: It's that old money recipe. And you remember we had some chopped parsley a little while ago.
1: Okay, and if you don't like parsley... Do you like parsley? I don't mind parsley. A
0: little pinch? A little pinch.
1: A little, pinch. A little pinch for
0: you. Oh my god, you put so much parsley in yours. I love parsley. Okay. Beef bourguignon. It
1: looks awesome, guys.
0: If you want to avoid spoilers of this episode of Below Deck, skip ahead now to 46 minutes. How was that bourguignon?
1: Ah, uh, my god. It was so good. Beefy. So beefy. So beefy. It was so good. Thank you.
0: Just... (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's everything you needed on a muggy July evening.
1: I have never been so overheated while eating something.
0: The best thing is now that we're recording again, we've had to shut all the windows just as we start to get the meat sweats.
1: Yeah, I'm going to hallucinate soon. Okay, and that was a pretty intense episode.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm still mentally climbing down from that and I don't like where it ended.
1: <laughs> well, oh I so I checked on like Reddit and I just wanted to know what everyone thought like was the most exciting episode <clears throat> and everyone seemed to have that consensus, but maybe I should have picked the one after it because...
0: Well, it's it's just in true reality TV style, they left it on just like... This was an exciting episode. I'm sure the next one is too, but they just left it right on a cliffhanger yeah. as the excitement happens.
1: Yeah, it's like coming soon, and then they show it <sighs> happening. Uh, like, okay, so basically...
0: Quick recap.
1: Yeah, quick. Well, let's just do the quick recap now. So whether or not you've seen this show... Um, In this season, they've got a female deckhand and a male stew, which is... Progressive. Yeah, no, it's just, like, people... (laughs) It is different. Yeah, like, they're all like, oh, my God, at the beginning. (laughs) Like, Mm. it's a huge deal, but it's... um, And uh, the deckhands basically all have a problem with this one female deckhand. And straight off the bat of the episode, they were fighting with her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were. Yeah, so Riley... That's the female deckhand who they all seem to have a problem with from the get go. She's Um, been in
1: the most recent season as well. Yeah. That's um, that's why I thought actually this is just, this is kind of the perfect episode because it has like it's all of the best things about Below Deck seemingly in one episode. Yeah. But Riley's, you know, having a fight with everyone is kind of.
0: What I found with with Riley is I like, I do kind of feel for her because every, all of them, all of the dude deck, the deck dudes, uh have a problem with the her the deck the dick the dick brus have a problem with her but at the same time she's a massive hothead Sorry. look at your smarky comment i don't need this sh- i don't need feedback i don't need attitude then don't ask me for feedback got it because you literally all right, just buddy. did all right buddy yes sir i've worked on yachts around the world and this sh- just doesn't happen I'm her boss and she needs to respect that listen fix that attitude or ship out bud yes sir She's not doing herself any favors. So I don't know whose side I'm on.
1: Well, I started on her side
0: mm-hmm. because
1: as a woman that works in a very male dominated industry, I was like, Oh yeah, go girl. You show them. And then it was like, Oh no shit. She's got anger problems. Uh, yeah. She's raging. Yeah. Like, you know, and so, she's like, yeah. so like, I'm being marginalized. And they're actually like, I mean, they are kind of at the beginning being a bit dickish, but towards the end, they're just like, give her just simple instructions. And she's like, don't speak to me like that. And yeah. It's like, no, dude. Come on.
0: Yeah, it's that, that that dynamic is one where I because you know when you watch a show like this, you always want to you want to pick a side. You want to pick a team. And that dynamic I've I've struggled with I'm that. I'm on no one's team. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm on not my here. team.
1: <laughs> I'm on
0: team me. I'm on team me.
1: Um well, yeah, that whole dynamic is pretty Insane. But I
0: can understand, like, where she's coming from, um, notwithstanding the anger management. I can understand, perhaps, why she's coming into it with that mindset, too. Like you said, uh, being a woman in a male-dominated industry, and especially with deckhands, that's a physically demanding job.
1: Yeah, she goes about it completely the wrong way.
0: So, Yeah. But perhaps, perhaps because it's a physically demanding job, um, and the, the boys are like, "Oh no, a girl couldn't possibly lift a rope this thick," you know. <laughs> this rope is too thick for Riley. This... Get her the thin rope. <laughs> <laughs> she needs the lady rope.
1: <laughs> so there's
0: yeah, there's 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 that aspect of it as well. But she's just she's just too angry.
1: Yeah, it's just irritating because when there is someone in that position on like a TV show, you want them to do to act like you would especially if it's yeah. you know a position you've been in before you'd be like no why are you saying it like that because then they're gonna think that you know that's yeah. how women need to be talked to and really you just need to not be a dick and respect and mm. that just seems <laughs> completely impossible in the show
0: but of course that's what makes great television is when you're yelling at the tv that yeah. people are doing things wrong which we did oh yeah
1: we did we yelled also, there was a lot of Kate, who oh, Kate. is my favorite. A oh. um, little bit problematic in yeah. this season because of there's a little bit of a bullying situation earlier yeah. on with her and this other Stu yeah. Caroline um for,
0: for context stew is stewardess or stewardess. steward.
1: sorry you don't know the lingo
0: well you know because other, otherwise people think they're talking <laughs> about casseroles i don't know
1: well yeah she's kind of bonded with um josiah who's mm-hmm. the male steward steward it's honestly the first time in this show that i've seen her smiling genuinely
0: <laughs> yeah she's
1: got someone that actually can do the job and doesn't you know that like has a lot of respect for her.
0: How's it going? Good. I did all the beds. Shut up. I did all the beds. I love you. <laughs> just
1: when I think I can't love Josiah any more than I already do.
0: And I redid all the towels.
1: I think he just gets that we're in this together. He's like such a good Thelma to my Louise.
0: And I put the David on the master. Oh <laughs> she has a very sour face usually. She's Pursed like- lips.
1: I think the best Kate moment, not in this episode, but generally, is when one of the guests tells her that she's coming across bitchy, and so she folds a towel in the shape of a massive dick <laughs> on his bed in revenge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that episode, but I've seen the I, yeah. they, They've flashed back to it many times. Yeah. It's what little, actually happened?
1: Literally that. Just that.
0: <laughs> what was it, were, there, were there consequences for Kate?
1: Yeah she got called up to the captain Mm. and then there was this big dramatic thing at the end with the tip meeting where it was like, um, the client was just like, it was hilarious. Like at the end and everyone goes, ah, and the music is like, everything's fine. (laughs) And then every time he comes back, she just does another shaped towel on his bed.
0: Now being called up to the captain, that's like the mega yacht equivalent of being called to the principal's office.
1: Oh my god! That's bad. I used to be so scared of going to the principal's
0: office. <laughs> we all were. I did the that weird crying. <laughs> oh yeah. What, what is it? What is it? Oh my god! <laughs> going to oh the principal god. crying. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's what being called to Captain Lee's like.
1: Yeah, I well, I have authority issues. I would cry so much. Captain Lee, can we just talk about Captain oh, Lee yeah. and how he is genuinely, I think, the best part of the show? Okay. Well, I mean, not even in this episode, but just in general yeah I actually I think he's my favorite yeah he's my favorite so the captain is just this hilarious kind of grouchy dad kind Yeah. that's just quietly cooking the meat at a barbecue kind of guy and he has these one liners that are so funny so I got a few for you Josh go on from different episodes so first one life is like a shit sandwich the more bread you have the more shit you have to eat (sighs) I don't get it, but I love it. Next one. We've gone through more deck cans than a condom salesman in a whorehouse.
0: How many deck cans do condom salesmen in whorehouses go through? I mean I think this is what I like about Captain Lee's one liners is they don't quite make sense, but yeah, you, you can go, really appreciate go, where he's going with it.
1: Huh? <laughs> They're so funny. Oh my god. Okay, this is my favorite. <laughs> You couldn't drive... Okay, started doing his voice. You couldn't drive a straight pin up my ass with a 10-pound sledgehammer.
0: You couldn't drive a straight pin up my ass with a 10-pound sledgehammer. <laughs> I'm thinking more about his, about his ass than I ever wanted to. Oh, okay,
1: next one. We screwed the pooch so many times we should have a litter of puppies running around. <laughs> Classic dad kind of comment. Uh. And then, oh, my God, I'm madder than a pissed-on chicken. I am madder than a
0: pissed-on chicken. <laughs> cute, I'd be quite mad. What's damage? a chicken and something pissed on me? A little wet chicken oh, i Not just wet, beef. but, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'd be angry as okay, well. Okay,
1: last one. I would rather drag my dick through 10 miles of broken whiskey bottles than have these assholes on my boat again.
0: <laughs> oh, how many miles?
1: 10 miles. That's
0: a lot of miles. Broken whiskey (laughs) bottles to drag your dick through. I would rather drag my dick through 10 miles of broken whiskey bottles than have these holes on my boat again.
1: Okay, well, anyway, we went off track. We're just talking generally about the show, but bring it back to this specific episode. Back to Man Overboard. There's a new Stu who shows up to replace the one they bullied out, Yeah. and she straight off the bat goes around the boat talking about how... Awful! Everything is how the bed's been made poorly, and it's really, really awkward because you know straight away Kate's like, "Oh yeah, fuck her. She's going down."
0: Kate, Kate, I think the new stew is arriving. Hi, how's it going? Well, how are you?
1: My name's Ross. Hey, Laura, nice to meet Laura, you. Laura, good to meet you as well. Oh, I hate this wallpaper.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, white carpet. Oh no. Uh huh. and What do you think about these beds? Who made this bed? The gosh. two of us. Oh, okay. Oh no.
1: It's a bit (laughs) stained. And he's not coming off. Pillows
0: in the bed. Yeah, because we had two kids on board. Oh, okay. I don't think I've met anyone that talks as much as Laura. Maybe she should just shut up. It doesn't make any sense why you've just accepted this job. Why would you immediately disparage everything about it as soon as you get on board?
1: Yeah, it's like even if you do yourself don't like how things are done, it is so irritating when a new person comes in and starts telling you how it should be done.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then she does an awful job herself. Yeah. Like She's a crap <laughs> stew. Yeah. I, I've never been a stew. I've never done that kind of job, but I, it kind of makes sense that you pick up towels and make beds if you're told to turn down cabins, right?
1: Yeah, and no, then,
0: just do what you're told. And then when she fails to do that, she's like, oh, I thought it was just, I thought we just didn't care.
1: You're just like, I thought it was a casual vibe. I can't do a Canadian <laughs> accent. <laughs>
0: thought it was a casual vibe, eh?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. So the second she arrives, the guys on the boat all try and out-creep each other. Yeah. On who can get her first. Yeah. Hi. Have you met? <laughs> no, I haven't met him. Ashton. Laura, nice to Last meet you. She's cute. She's attractive. And, um... Definitely somebody I'd hook up with. <laughs> like you didn't do your shot yet? I want to do it with somebody. I'll do it with you. Yeah.
0: I feel like Laura's like the fresh meat in the zoo because these guys are just drooling over her. I just like to have fun. It's not that I like to drink. Like, I honestly am not a big drinker at all, but I love having fun, like, bonding with people. So, yeah. Well, anytime guys, the guys on this show, act like this, It's like, what made you think you could be that entitled? Yeah. (laughs) It's weird.
1: Yeah. Um, But so I was trying to think, because Ashton is the. South African. South African. uh, Deckhand. Deckhand. And Adrian is the world's creepiest chef.
0: Yeah. And he's French, isn't he?
1: Well, he's, yeah, he sounds American, but he keeps telling everyone he's French. Mm. He does, he just meditates all day. Quebecois. I think he uses kale condoms. <laughs> he's just...
0: <laughs> Aged kale condoms. Reusable. I can't just meet a girl and have
1: sex, you know?
0: You can? You can't. I can't.
1: Why? Just having, like, meaningless sex and, like, never see the person again and just be like, see you later, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't really <laughs> the I need affection more than anything. Like, more sensual, sharing energy, more than actual sex. Yeah, and the thing is that I think he and the new Stu, whose name I've forgotten, is it Laura? Yes. (laughs) They are so similar because they keep telling everyone how much they love bonding and they they love connection. And it's like they're just made for each other so they can... Go do yoga together until the end of time.
0: (sighs) Yeah. So speaking, but speaking of Ashton, you did say while we were watching this that he's quite chill in this season because he's also on the next one where he gets more problematic.
1: Yeah. That actually, to be honest, season seven of Below Deck was so toxic. Yeah. There was um, three deckhands and they were just so awful to the women on the boat. I mean, I couldn't stop watching it it was horrible and then online like, because I went on the um the reddit because I just I I have one friend that watches this but she's in Australia so I can't vent to her when she's awake when I'm watching it so I went online to see if I was like the only one that was that horrified and Mm. reddit was like they need to be taken off this show like Bravo needs to fire them they are awful like yeah some of the stuff they say it's really creepy and Ashton is genuinely the worst of it yeah, with the drinking and everything, it's oh wow. It's so he's really like more chill in this
0: season. I didn't think he was that chill.
1: Yeah, no, that sounds a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh! So they have a day off. Mm-hmm. They go to the beach, mm-hmm. and everyone's just getting drunk. Oh my god! So <laughs> there's this bit where we actually. We were, we were eating and we had – we just – our jaws just dropped because
0: – Bourgignon just tumbled out of the mouth.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I chewed and swallowed. <laughs>
0: oh, I didn't. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: So Laura's talking to Adrian and Adrian's talking about, you know, whatever, his star sign, you know, and then, yeah. and then Ashton's like, hey, Laura. And then she looks over and he is doing – the creep, like the weirdest magic mic stripper dance where he's like clicking and like you know, body rolls, and she's just like, Oh, okay, like you, yeah, and yeah, that's that was probably the I highlight. It.
0: I completely yeah, lost it.
1: He did laugh, really. It was pretty insane, actually.
0: What I want to know, like, what I don't understand what was going through his head when he called out to a woman th- and then did that dance. I what think- do you expect is going to happen? I
1: think it's just. You get to a point of desperation, maybe, where he knows he's got a good body. So he's like, please, please look at me. Please look at my body rolls. Look at me ripple.
0: Well, it entertained me.
1: Yeah, it was great. Also, after the beach. Yeah. Uh, Riley and Ross do it have Ooh. a drunk make-out session Ooh. which is another just wonderful thing about reality TV unexpected hookups yeah. they were screaming at each other at the beginning of the episode
0: Riley on deck drives me absolutely insane but overall she's beautiful, she's got a sexy body um, the more I drink Riley gets a bit more attractive to me
1: that just shows when you're on a boat in that close quarter any hole will do <laughs>
0: Look, any bung can be put into any hole if you try hard enough. I'm just trying to make it nautical here. Bung? Bung.
1: What's a bung? A
0: bung's like the rubber bit that you put in the hole in the bottom of a boat to stop the water coming through.
1: Wouldn't they just build the boat with no hole?
0: Yeah, I always wondered that too. I'm not a boat person. I was like, why, why? I'm not a a boatman. (laughs)
1: boat oh we didn't even talk about the new deck hand that arrived there's a new deck hand who shows up as well this Yeah, because he's so memorable he is so forgettable he's like <laughs> um he talks about how much he loves adrenaline of course he's like yeah he's like i want to be in fire like oh. that was it yeah wasn't
0: it is is his, um what what, what did his ex want, want him to do? Oh, my, my ex wanted to, wanted me to do construction, but I really wanted to be in fire.
1: Yeah, I think he meant like be a fireman. Because I hope like,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like I want to get paid to be in fire all day. Ooh. It's like,
0: mm. I mean, that's more than adrenaline, mate. That's um, <laughs> that's a little much.
1: Yeah. Well, so I mean, honestly, so forgettable.
0: Yeah. Like, like even halfway through the episode, he'd come back on another scene. I'm like, who? Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, But yeah, like the main thing that happened, which is why I picked this episode to show Josh, was there was a really scary accident where Ashton, the male stripper, gets basically tangled in a tow line as the boat's moving. So the tow line's connected to the little tender, which is...
0: Tiny boat being dragged behind big boat.
1: Yeah. Oh, beautifully put. Thank you. And he basically falls off the boat. Yeah. His foot's all tangled up. And the boat's going forward. The cameraman drops his camera to try and untether the rope. Mm. Riley's like, man overboard. Captain does, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? God damn it. And then um, it cuts to... Yeah. to be continued, which is beyond irritating because yeah. I wanted you to see the whole situation. Okay, watch the other lines. Watch the other yeah, lines. Oh, yeah, Oh, f***. Oh, f-, 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 oh, f-, oh, f- shit. Man overboard.
0: Man overboard.
1: Man overboard.
0: What? What happened? Get the life ring.
1: Slack out, slack out.
0: Ashton's on the line ah. with the tow line. Go in, he's driving. Sure, take the line. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we basically see Ashton get dragged off the boat and then someone yells, "Oh my god, he's drowning!" And then yeah. for more below deck, visit Bravo. T- fuck off.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, we both were like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, he's fine. mean okay. as, as we know, he's, he's okay. Fi- yeah, he's fine. He lives to be horrible to women another day, but um, yeah, basically. There is apparently, like, fun fact about the show, there's a lot of serious shit that goes down behind the scenes. This really? one just happened to be on camera. Like, a lot of kind of near misses because... Oh, shit. Shit's dangerous on a boat. Oh, well, yeah. But he literally almost got his ankle ripped off and yeah. he would have bled to death in the water.
0: If the cameraman hadn't intervened. Yeah, the
1: cameraman saved him. <sighs> so, as far as garbage TV goes, how would you rate Below
0: Deck? Uh, it's my favorite garbage TV right now. Really? I, I, wow. Well. Seriously. Because I've,
1: I've, we're watching quite a few things right now. Yeah,
0: but this, this is... This is your favorite. Well, this is the kind of thing that I put on after you fall asleep.
1: I don't love that. I want to be watching this with you. <laughs>
0: well, then stay up later.
1: <laughs> I'm an old lady. I need yeah, to go to sleep by enough. 10.
0: That's fair. But no, I think that says a lot about how much I'm enjoying it. If this is like what I'll automatically put on when I'm trying to fall asleep. Awesome.
1: Okay. So this is your favorite. Guys, Top if you suggestion. haven't... Yeah, if you haven't seen this... Please, please put this at the top of your list. Yeah. I think so, too. I think, actually, my friends that haven't really gotten to reality TV, I do recommend Below that. It's
0: so easy to get into. Um, there's relatable characters. There's characters you'll love. There's characters you'll hate.
1: And Captain Lee.
0: And everyone loves Captain Lee. And his shirts,
1: which you oh love. Oh, my God,
0: I love his shirt. I want Captain, Captain Lee's wardrobe. Captain Lee's great. Now, in terms of cozy food, we've done one meal. How are we, how are we rating that?
1: I'm rating it seven or eight out of ten just okay. because it was out of season it was very it out was, of season if it was mid january uh, it would have been an 11
0: out of 10 a heavy saucy beefy meal in july yeah we we're making sacrifices for you listener
1: yeah well no i mean i'm not i'm not doing anything but eating it i can barely <laughs> complain.
0: We've done episode one. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: we've done episode one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we're Do still, we hate each other? We, no, I was going to say, and we're still together. For now. But what we really want in future is we would love for you guys to actually write in.
0: We'd love to hear from you.
1: We want you to write in with recipes that we can try. And if you want, please pair them with yeah. a TV show that we yeah. need to watch. Because we've got a list of some reality shows we want to watch, but... Yeah. truthfully i'm quite new to reality tv it is my new guilty pleasure i'm even newer josh is even newer i've kind of dragged him into the dark Kicking and but... screaming <laughs> i haven't heard complaints but we Not really no but we really would love some recommendations of shows we need to watch yeah. and specific episodes even yeah and yeah if you could just pair it with a recipe yeah Or just one or the other.
0: Well, I'd also, at least for me, I think you'll agree. I'd love to hear if there's something ridiculous you cooked in quarantine just because of a lack of ingredients in your cupboard. Because I, I, I did that a few times. Or the most garbage, ridiculous thing you'd never thought you'd watch during quarantine, like tell us what went on.
1: I mean, we really just generally want to hear some silly stories we can read out as well.
0: We want to know that there's someone at the other end listening and this is not pointless. Yeah. That's that's it. That was dark. If you can just email us and say, I listened, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) sure. (laughs) So we'd love to hear from you with your recipes, your thoughts, your queries, your questions, your hopes, your dreams to hello at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com.
0: You can send your personal problems because it's Twitter to at Gigi the podcast.
1: Just remember it. So they light, easy, breezy podcasts. So not, like be varied with your problems. Yeah. And then Instagram, we are at gourmetgarbagepodcast, all in one word no capitals
0: and if you don't want to talk to us that's i mean that's fine just listen again next week
1: yep yeah, every wednesday
0: <laughs> i just can't believe we finished episode 1
1: i know oh what my a time. god
0: it's this... been amazing thank you so much for listening al i hope you enjoyed the meal i fucking enjoyed the show that we paired it with
1: it was absolutely delicious as was the show
0: let's ho- <laughs> let's hope we don't get so sweaty next week <laughs>
1: Bye guys.
0: Bye. Gourmet. Garbage.